Salta de Porta, down Mexico way. Hey, listen, my friend. At least I can deal with my own problems. Unlike some I know. What's that supposed to mean? Take it however you want. Don't bullshit with me. Hey, guys, guys, we here to play golf or what? Come on. Out of the border, where the tuna fish play. My calculations are correct. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're gonna see some serious shit. It's Geek Stuff, TNG. What the fuck is a reboot? We're gonna be rolling out a lot of new things. Where the stars of this piece of shit? Oh, are you? I am. The sandwich. No one of consequence. You can find me on Xbox at Fat Dumbledore. <laughs> you know what keeps going through my head? Where's my sandwich? To all who come to this happy place, welcome. I am West Coast. Scott! How the hell did I get roped into this? Show me what you got. Scotty, beam me up. The force is strong with this one. And I am Big Kev. Hail to the king, baby. Yo, that kid Monty is fired. I have Amigo Isis action figure. Uh Mighty Isis. And here we go. South of the border, down Mexico way. That's where I fell in love When the stars above came out to play And now as I wander My thoughts ever stray South of the border Down Mexico way she was One of these weeks, one of us will not be on a plane for hours and hours and hours, or traveling somewhere, but this ain't that week. This ain't that week. This ain't that week. Uh, and then what? Next week is Fourth of July. Are we recording Fourth of July? We'll still have uh, content for Fourth of July week, right? Because uh, our, our, our lovely let's say yes. Let's say yes. I have no. What? I honestly don't know. We what? have to check with the heart and soul of the program. The heart and soul of the program. Yeah, the fart and soul, S-O-L-E. Well, I see him oh. arriving. Uh-oh. Three minutes early, it's, it's, even. Who said Who said it three times that he should appear? <laughs> that was bizarre. I see his name, and yet. Um, while we're waiting on uh, the sandwich to get officially logged in and on the Patreon here. Let me talk about the Patreon. Let's do that while we're here. Uh, so a lot's been going on. We've all been very busy, but the Patreon is hopping over there. We've got the uh, lots of stuff going on. So remember, if you want to support this show, great way to do it is over on the Patreon. For just a dollar a month, you get access to the show's private Discord server where we can all chit-chat, chit-chat it up, talk about what's going on in the geek world. For $3 a month, you get the early bird special. That is this show right here as soon as it is done. And uh, usually, I mean, we typically record on Mondays, although next Monday is July 4th, so we may record on Tuesdays. But as soon as we're done recording it and I get it edited with whatever amount of editing I put in there, um, we'll uh, we'll get it out there on the Patreons for the for the early bird special. And you I think our contract said we don't have to record on bank holidays. No, bank holidays. But, but we still have to record does, does the next that say, day. Does it say that in your contract? Sandwich? I thought it said that. Oh, 
Because I had Kevin read my contract for me. The the unpaid yeah. intern contract. Yeah, Kevin wrote your contract. And, and read I it believe. It. I believe. <laughs> I believe uh, the specific line regarding holidays is that you'll record when you're told to record. I believe that's the response. Now, was that the same when he, when he got bumped up from unpaid intern to unpaid associate? Is it the same contract? Kevin just, told just me it was the different? same thing and just, just signed. So I just trusted him blindly because he's my friend. And and he's always right, looking, he's looking out for you. He's always looking out for you. Oh, yeah. That's um, true. Speaking of looking out for you, have you talked to West Coast Scott about your financial situation yet? When I get full time, no. Oh, I see. Now it's when I fill in the blank. Oh. Well, yeah. I see. Just saying. Yeah. You know, I will be talking with Wesco Scott about my finances. For twenty dollars a month, you can also get financial advice from Dude, Wesco Scott. No, no, don't don't say that. No. <laughs> Patreon.com no. forward slash this this very specifically is not a business venture for Wesco Scott. Scott Wesco Scott is unpaid producer having fun with his friends on the longest running geek related podcast out At $30, there. Thirty dollars through the sandwich calendar. Yep, featuring such photos as sandwich in shorty shorts, sitting in cake. Sitting in cake. Was that only thirty dollars? I thought that was a fifty dollar. It it moves. It it varies. You you know, the the next year's photo shoot is going to be a big a big deal. So you know, could be. I I I don't want to give too much away, but there is going to be a twenty twenty three calendar of some sort that this show will be involved with. So, and that's all I will say about that. Um, Yep. But yeah, so getting back to the old uh, Patreon, you get the Discord for a dollar a month. For three dollars a month, it's the early bird special and the prep sheet. The prep sheet right now is like twenty pages long. It is the encyclopedia prep sheetica, if ever there was one. Um, Correct. And we're not going to get to all of it. We're going to talk about whatever we have time, and then we're just going to work our way through it over the coming weeks. Um, quick hits. Quick hits. For five dollars a month, you get the bonus round. What do you get in the bonus round, Mister Sandwich? Uh, you get weekly episodes of the Sandwich Shop. And twice a month on the 1st and 15th episodes of Big Kev's Geek Stuff. Yes, the vintage episodes. And remember, The Sandwich is committed to having an episode of The Sandwich Shop every week for the rest of his life in perpetuity. In perpetuity. So, that's and that, right. that's in the contract. That's in that contract. Um, and then for $10 a month, you get to watch all of this live and direct on the Instagrams, which where we are right now. Is the shot centered, Kev? I, uh, it is. Yeah, I will actually um, I will actually give Sandwich a one week reprieve because I know that at some point very soon will be the um, the double length expanded sandwich shop on the miniseries Shogun. <laughs> I so have to find somewhere to watch it. <laughs> what do you mean? Find somewhere to watch it. I have to find a, a device in my house that plays a DVD. <laughs> you still have an Xbox. I know, but it's upstairs. I don't want to get upstairs. There's a there's stuff down here. I just gotta find if it works. I've got one of those old like TV VCR DVD all in ones. You know, you do? Like, with the screen. No, I, don't, I don't actually have that. I don't actually have that. Oh, I was gonna be shocked that it even turns on anymore. I don't know. Those are great though. If you have one of those, you know, you can call us and tell us about it on the GVM line. Two zero one seven three zero two five four seven. Or you can even email us a picture of it at the email geeksftng at gmail.com. Yeah. So remember, wow. support the show in all those different ways. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. It's all geekstufftng. Like and subscribe to the show. Share it with your friends. Leave us a review. All those things are important to, again, the longest running geek related podcast in the biz, right? 
As far as I know, yeah. <laughs> to, to the best of our knowledge. That's news to me. Um, that's news to lots of people, lots I of people. suspect. People yeah. who probably think theirs is longer. I mean, I don't know. It's been going, saying, it's like 15 years. Yeah, it's been a while. I think, it's, I think it's longer than that. I don't know. We got to get OG in here. I know I keep saying it, that. It's but. gone between 15 to 20 to like. it. Catching, it, catching OG is like catching a feather in a whirlwind. So, I mean, I try. Do you think we can, should we just go ahead and schedule them for episode 700? I mean, this is episode 684. That's like, that's many weeks from now. I don't, mm. can, can we commit to getting OG to have, prior love to episode to have, 700? I love if we got to, if we get seven, when we get to 700, I would love to have, uh, well, OG obviously, but you know, I'd love to get, uh, you know, some of the former producers in as well, like Mr. Fantastic and. I don't know. There's probably at least one more that would still do it. So <laughs> I, I'll, I'll they're tell alive you. and sane. So so here's the thing. Let's talk about uh, milestones, right? Episode 700. That's a big deal. Uh, it would be great to get not just OG, but Mr. Fantastic. I, I remember right before I joined the show, um, I think it was episode 600, and you did kind of a retrospective. You got a lot of the old, uh, I don't want to say old folks, but, you know, former contributors to the show and i really really yeah. enjoyed that that was right before i joined you know what over the last uh, oh i think it was just this last week it is literally my one year anniversary as producer of the show nice Woo! but anyway yeah um oh, enough, so, enough celebrating that let's move on right into the news right. let's let's do those quick hits so quick hits is a section on the program when we haven't had a show in long enough time and the news is piled up and we need to get through it by just giving a line or two about it <laughs> Hopefully, none of these will spur any more conversation than that so that we can actually, you know, move the show forward. Uh, all right. I know you gave me a hard time last time when I said the top story was uh, that the Hulk, what's his name, Lou Ferrigno, was starring in a movie. So I'm going to I'm going to try to top that one with uh, Peter Billingsley is uh, going to be starring in a movie. Who? Starring in a movie? Yes. Because he is a producer as far as i know peter billingsley is the only is the only kid from christmas story that i think i'm not on a first name basis with nor have i ever i've never met him either for that matter now that i'm thinking about it so you got, he's I the mean, only named kid i think well of the guy of the you know the the guy group of kids i think he's the only one that i haven't met so you've think. never even met him because I know you've got the we've got the I've never met him no the ID with the whole with pretty much yeah. everybody else from the cast yeah yeah yes yeah I, yeah they're 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 all I, I had wonderful I had wonderful times with um let me think well no actually there's one other kid I think that I've never met the one that had the long stocking cap I've never met him but Scotty and and I have been friends for years and years he's the one that played Flick the kid has stuck his tongue to the pole. Um, and then, um, the bully and the, his little sidekick, I swear to God, he had yellow eyes. Yeah. Him, Scott Farkas was the character's name and Grover Dill was his little, uh, little henchman. There's a wonderful picture of, of me and those guys. Oh, and Randy, the guy that played Randy, who was Peter Billingsley's little brother. Uh, in in the movie he also the four <laughs> of them the four of them and i uh, there's a wonderful picture of the five of us and and uh, some girl i was dating at the time i think 
we we were out for dinner in some restaurant. I'm trying to remember where we were, but uh, there's a really really funny picture of all of us. Uh, the one who played Scott Farkas was also on one of my favorite TV shows of all time, which I think you can still find all the episodes uh, on YouTube. I think called Titus. It was Christopher Titus, who is a stand-up comedian. Uh, it was his sitcom. It was amazing. So ahead of its time. If that sitcom had come out today, it would be huge. Um, but I cannot remember. Zach, I think is his name. And, and you know why? Speaking of Titus, it's just because that's how all fathers were in that generation. Yeah. I Yeah. I mean, if you've never seen it, go see it. And then give us a call at the GVM line. 201-730-2547. Let us know what you thought of Titus starring Christopher Titus. And Stacy Keach was his dad. Okay, so anyway, let's uh, that was a quick hit. That oh, we yeah, for 10 Keech, minutes about yeah, it. the whole cast. Stacy Keach was his dad. Uh th- yeah, that's those are the two names that I remember. I don't know why I can't remember the rest of their names. Anyway, let's let's get to the story here. So Peter yes. Billingsley cast in action mystery thriller Hypnotic from Grindhouse. Uh, with Robert Rodriguez. So I don't know that he's starring, but he's cast in it. So it doesn't necessarily say he's the main guy. But uh, so Peter Billingsley's hooked up with Grindhouse and Robert Rodriguez of El Mariachi That doesn't fame, surprise right? me because Peter Billingsley, I think, is a fairly prolific producer, although I could be wrong about that, but I think I'm right about that. Um, but regardless, okay. So Robert Rodriguez, he's probably doing a cameo or something. Some small role, probably for the sake of, uh, you know, nostalgia, probably. Or he's friends at Robert Rodriguez, which would make sense also. Yeah, very much could be. Did uh, did we not have a conversation about uh, El Mariachi not on a show not that long ago? Sandwich, weren't you supposed to watch El Mariachi and do a sandwich shop Watched on it? it? Yes, yeah, I've seen it. Wait, did you do a sandwich shop on El Mariachi and, uh, no. and Desperado? Or did, you, or did you do it on the remake known as Desperado? Yeah. I mean, I've seen both. Um, I did not put out the mariachi sandwich shop. All right. So, so was, you, uh, you did the reading, the, the, but you did the, the, the burrito shop episode was uh, front hold. Oh, jeez. Uh, all right. Well, let's. Uh, You're right there. Did you have a stroke sandwich? You just fell out of frame for a second. Oh no, my I got destroyed by bugs this past weekend, so my legs are itching like fucking crazy. I see. Where were maybe, you? Where were you? The guy taken out by the bugs. He, he was oh, outdoors, oh, just anywhere outside in New Jersey, or did you go like somewhere outside New Jersey? No, I, I'm in, I, I stayed in New Jersey, like two hours from me still. It's that time of the night. We turn on the black light. Let the dungeons and the dragons <laughs> begin. It's D and D. Never not funny. Fighting with the legends of yore. It's D and D. Oh, I'm sorry, Sandwich. You were saying something, but you know what? That means we have to move right into D and D. So, <laughs> never not funny. <laughs> so, uh, gotta change it up and put it in the first segment every now and then just to go. throw you off because I know you're not. Ex- I know in the second he segment is, you're he's expecting looking it. for no. it now. He's <laughs> looking for it. So, gotta so, find uh, new and creative ways. While we were on break, or maybe a little before we went on break, a new D and D book came out. Mordenkind presents Monsters of the Multiverse. How did you pronounce that? Mordenkainen's. It's more. I mean, that might be it. I just. I don't Mordenkainen's. know. Mordenkainen's. In my head, it was Mordenkainen's, so I never really read it. Okay. I I, I believe you. I I don't. Yeah. I just. Uh, only one cover, so everyone could be inclusive and in having the only cover. Not no true. One gets left out. 
I'm saying like no one has to worry about the special editions, which no, is nice. Not true. Not true. There is another cover. We talked about this. Yeah, yeah, and like uh, it's a super limited place. I'm just saying it exists. If you get the slip, the only case. single edi- oh, okay. There is an alternate cover that comes in a set, cost like 170 bucks. It's ridiculous. Um, you don't need me. it. You don't normally need it unless you're certain people. I'm not gonna say any names. Big Kev's geek stuff. Um, so, so Big Kev's right, geek stuff needs it. I see. Yes. All right. So, what do you have in this book? It's really simple, honestly. What this book basically has done, it has condensed two major books. Uh, Mordenkind's was it? Yeah, Mordenkind's Tomb of Foes and Volo's Guide to Monsters into one book. So, with that said, also. Those books are being discontinued. So if you are a collector, I'd recommend getting them now because they will become fewer and far between because basically they've become this one book. So basically oh. it's just a reprint of two books. It's a reprint and an update. Oh, I see. Oh, because see, so what you they've do kind of have to get it because there's more stuff in there. There's a lot yeah, of stuff. Exactly. In there. there is, there is th- this might be one of the, the, the thicker books they've put out in a while. Because it's only two chapters. The first chapter is all the races, fantasy races, fantasy races, you know, all the races you can play in D&D, or most of them at least, have been updated to some degree. So what that means is you might have a book that has some of these races already. They have been changed. They have been eroded and updated. Ah, okay, got it. It will be on you and a DM as a player and as a DM to understand which version you will use. I believe most versions of like online applications will have updated versions and not older versions. But if you're doing a paper, if you're doing like a paper thing or you want to update it, it's up to you. But I assume now they're going to be using the updated version of these races. And then I got to find a new, I got to find a new character sheet, an online character sheet. Because I think I think the one that I was using and the site that I was using that had all the books I think has been trashed. I think oh, was yeah. it ubiquitous I... and clandestine? It was. It was called yeah, the no, Trove. The, yeah, the Trove is gone. Yeah, well, I have to find another one yeah, then. I, I I have used the Trove not for book, not to like have books, but just like to look. It's really look a quick. It, it's so much quicker yeah. than looking in a book. No, yeah. And so then, I love the, the trove was awesome. It was basically Scott. If you don't know, the trove was basically just um, uh, what you call it. Uh, I'm, uh, it's not RPG. It's PDFs. It was just basically P, just straight up PDFs of every D and D like book ever, and not even just D and D. Like they had other RPGs in there. They too. did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did. Uh, but they had also they had all D and D books like from all like all of them for forever so like yeah. that was really cool it was a really cool uh place i'm pretty sure i got my character sheet from there too but i don't know i don't remember exactly i, I have an app for character sheets if you need one i can i can tell you about it later so anyways but, there's no, the, but there hasn't been a replacement for the trove yet right not at least no i mean there might be one smaller but no one's like it's not big gotta, enough you know that who, we hear you know it. you know who would know the answer to that he doesn't though yet he hasn't gone back to you the ghoul i know no, he, he did he, he actually he sent me he sent me like some private one or something but i don't know i didn't check it for completeness but the ghoul okay. is the guy when it comes to that so yeah. 
back to the book real quick. Um, so we have updated races, a bunch of them, and then a, a, a large bestiary, which is just awesome, of creatures ranging from, like, babies to, like, end game bosses. Like, end, like, level 20 end game bosses. Like Thanos? Basically. <laughs> like In the multiverse? Uh, challenger rating 26 monsters and stuff. Like, you know, stuff you throw against a level 20 party and say, good luck. See ya. So, but I mean, again, are these, these are all the same monsters from. Yes, it is uh, essentially, a, um, what's the word for it? It's just, it's a compilation. It's, it took a couple books. Yeah. It's, it actually even says, all right, so this con- contains, this is the monsters and the races you can be. Volo's Guide to Monsters, Morningkind's Tomb of Foes, and revised options for Princes of the Apocalypse. Eberron, Rise of the Last War, and Mythic Odysseys of Theros. So five books have been comprised into this one book. So but that book is comprised of information from five other books. Right. Well, yes. again, it's not the adventure module, though. It's just the this monsters just, from those modules just, are updated. That is a, a pure reference yeah. book. That's the kind of book that you actually want. Yeah. So, if you're a DM and or a player... This is a valuable resource because you will have especially for the races, right? Oh, exactly. The races are just plentiful. There's literally 30. Most books have like five pages of races. This has 38 pages just devoted to the races you can be. And do they and do they break down the races into sub races? Like, is it just Um, is it some of them? Some of them. elves, drow, wood elves. So like Genasi get broken down. Right, there are other elves, but like they don't revise like elves. Right, they do like like sea elves got a revision, and right. there's like elf adjacents that got a, a revisions, and you know stuff like that. Like they had right. things that were elfish per se, but like elfish, you know, yeah, elfish. So new on ABC this season, elfish. <laughs> so yeah, um, that's a lot good of, bit. Lot of, that is a lot good bit. You're replacing blackish with elfish. Oh, that, that's a good bit. Saturday Night Live should take that. Racist. Anyway. <laughs> no. Blackish is a show. Now we're seeing Elfish, and you can just do all the same tropes from Blackish and make it in uh, Middle Earth, right? Lord of the Rings based. Elfish, what's an Elfish trope? I don't know. You create them. Something about pointy ears. I don't know. Okay. Santa Claus. That's a different kind of elf. Is, is it? it? I mean, at what point... <laughs> so see, see, now... Okay, See, we're gonna now go, we're gonna get uh, into this. We're gonna go down a exactly total rabbit hole we now. Should not be doing because <laughs> because because you know as Santa's elves and D and D elves and Lord of the Rings elves and Dark the Sun ones elves, who make the cookies all that, different elves. Dark the Sun elves make the like seven trees. feet tall. Yeah. So so the a Lord of the Rings elf a D a Lord of the Rings elf and a D and D elf are shorter than a human, but. They're, they're smaller than a human. Smaller, shorter, just yeah. slighter. Yeah, sl- and, and that's that, but and and have pointed ears. In a Hobbit, in D and D, would be called a halfling, right? That's the the the, the they race also in D and D. Refer D&D. to them as halflings in in Lord of the Rings. They do. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, you, you know, derogatorily. But and then, but then, like a Santa's elf is essentially a Santa's elf is is a pointy more like, like a gnome. It's more like a gnome. Yeah. 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 All right. And the ones who fix your shoes and make your cookies. Yeah. Those so yeah. Those, that's more like a gnome. Okay. Shoe elves. <laughs> under gnomes. No, I was about to say underwear gnomes, but those are gnomes. Underpants gnomes. 
underpants. Stay in stay Step in one, D&D. You get the underpants. What kind of elves make cookies? Step three. And profit. But there are D&D elves, like I mentioned, Dark Sun elves from the campaign setting known as Dark Sun in D&D. They're like seven feet tall. Oh, well. I th- if I remember correctly, they're like seven feet tall, six and a half, seven feet tall is like their average height. And they have long legs. They're long striders, if I remember correctly. So two things. The only episode of South Park that I've ever actually seen is the Underpants Gnomes. I don't get it. Why I, on earth just, you're not watching South just, Park? But go on. That's just the way it is. Um, but, but second, um, the, has D&D officially now done away with, like, like the drow that are dark elves, but they would also be canonically aren't they like chaotic evil aren't they like an evil race of elves they have they have retconned so there are no more evil races there's no um there's there's nothing that's like oh you're evil because you picked this race or you're lean chaotic they might you could say you lean a certain way but they might even not say that and it's also you you know it, it i think it's important to consider the backstory and the source as well i mean drow is a really perfect example of this if you're raised in a drow society chances are you're going to be kind of scummy and especially against other elves but if you're a yeah. drow that's raised among other elves you know you're probably not going to be a scumbag you might look different but you're going to be just pretty much an elf yeah, and but so backstory is they considerably important when it comes to that sort of thing. And I remember that that was being discussed. Is that reflected now in like this new book? I mean, so when like do they when do they, they change it? Because I feel like in the in the the like Volo's Guide to Monsters, or at yeah. least the Monster Manual that came out with Five E was re released. That had not been discussed yet. So that's my question. Yeah, so, is so I mean, recently have, have they put that, that in? They have broken that down, and you know there might be. Like elves, but because they have like their elves. Look at something like orc. I think it's also up to the DM, though, Scott. I mean, I've never played. I've never played in a game where someone was like, "Okay, you're playing a uh, what's the Dragonborn? Are they called Dragonborn? Yeah, Uh, yeah, where you have to be evil. I've never played a game where you're if you're an orc, you're instantly evil. You know, or or you can only be up to. I mean, that's like old school. D stuff you know if you're playing an orc and you have to be like evil has to be in there even if you're neutral evil you know but the the point is is that i think at this point the way that 5e is constructed the idea is that you're creating you're creating a character and at least in my D games it would be you know you presenting me with a backstory that justifies what's on that paper right you know so if you're a lawful good uh paladin paladin then tell me why you know what sell me on the idea of a lawful a lawful good drow paladin and uh and i'm i'll yeah i'm totally with it i mean so like how other characters inside the game and npcs may react to that i can't say but as far as me allowing it if i were the dm if you present me with a backstory that isn't so far uh, uh out of sense as to be ridiculous you know then yeah of course so in the book they have orcs they have correct me if i'm wrong have durgar like dark n- dwarves were considered dark to be evil f- gnomes they were considered to be like evil for a time yeah the, aren't they durgars aren't they like dark gnomes something like that yeah yeah like so those two are in the book 
And there's no mention of like an evilness to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and again, you know. I think it's just come to the point where they're more, you know, they're getting away from four, which was mechanically driven, and five E is more story driven, I think, more character driven. Yeah. Ergo, the emphasis I think is on the player to say why the at least this is the way I've always DM'd. I mean, D D caught up with me. It just took, you know, two decades for it to happen. But I've always played that way. I, I've never been like, no, you can't play and you can't play a lawful good again, lawful good drow. Totally fine. You can't play, a, you know, an evil, I don't know, monk. Totally fine. You, or not monk, cleric. You, you know, like there's all these things, evil paladin. There's all these things that were assumed like you could never be an evil paladin. Well, why? You know, depends tell on me the why that you're serving, right? It just depends. Yeah, I mean, if you're if you're presenting me with the DM uh, with a story about this character that uh, that I will accept, then I will accept it, and I will use. And I've always done this too as a DM. I will use that backstory in creating the game. You know, I've never played a D&D game. I've never DM'd a DM game where it was just like, uh, okay, well, you're uh, you're a drow thief and uh, and I'm just going to toss you into the, you know, with all due respect, the shady dragon in and, you know, hopefully something will happen. And that has never been the I've never played the game that way. I've always used the character backstories in some fashion to structure my campaigns i've always tied it in personally to the characters or at least as much as i was able even if it was only in a small way you know i tried to tie it into the characters um uh, uh personally you know something based on the characters and so forth and you know i think it goes back to i believe it was willem defoe who had the quote but they said you know what's it like playing a bad guy versus a good guy and he says it doesn't matter everybody thinks they're righteous right so from exactly. the internal an evil quote-unquote evil character is still doing what he thinks is right for him right look we're getting hung up in this no no it's no i, I think that so it's it's all from a certain point of view it's all about perspective right oh so, yeah kenobi <laughs> right <laughs> from my view the jedi are hello there um, oh, good. You remembered. A little <laughs> late, but okay. It was a little late because I had to make sure I had the right button. Um, Which button is that? The Kenobi button? Hello there. <laughs> there you go. That's I was testing you. Okay. Um, so, so yeah. Anyway, I, I think that uh, on some related Dungeons & Dragons notes, there was an article in Wired about some guy that's been DMing well, the same campaign well, for 40 years. Well, hold on. Oh, I'm now sorry. Let's... Now let's make sure we're finishing up the book here properly because we okay. don't want to uh, we don't want to shortchange the book. How many pages we got there, Dominique? About two hundred and eighty-three, I think I saw. So two eighty-three. What was price. the sticker price? Sticker price is the probably six average. No, forty-nine ninety-five. Like it's been. It's oh, really? Like I'm all surprised just, for such a thick book. It's just, yeah. The, they're forty-nine the ninety-five. Time I've seen them raise the price on any D and D product like this recently is the upcoming Spelljammer. Yeah, but that's a set. That's a set. That's the only time I've seen them yeah. for those. Single books have been about 50 bucks. Does Does Retailer X have that slipcase with that what? edition, the white edition of that book? 
that you have? Uh, I don't hand? think so. Well, it's not surprising. I looked. I looked. He had it, but I didn't think oh, he had it. Oh, he did? Oh, yeah. Oh, I'll have to figure it out. Shut up. I don't have a problem. What about Amazon? We, uh, I, I probably Amazon. will. I mean, it's like 120 on Amazon. Yeah. So. yeah. It, it's. I mean, that's again another another topic for discussion, right? It is difficult write it to down. Not... write it no, down. No, I we'll, mean, do, it's just... we'll do we'll do Patreon for it. Patreon for it. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of Patreon, uh, uh, again, I mentioned that there's a, a Wired article about a guy who's been DMing the same game for 40 years. I actually yeah. interviewed a guy at a board game convention last year who played like the same D and D campaign with the same players for like 30 years also. So if you want to check out the Patreon, go back and look at some of the weekend bonus shows. There's one my, of that as well. My one, it's not even a complaint, but I always find it interesting. It's like, you don't ever want to do, and maybe it's just not for me. Like when I finish a campaign, I take a break from like that world. Yeah. But you know, I I'm sure that they have taken breaks. You know what I mean? But yeah. the fact that that game has been run, let's say it's 40 years. That game has been running for 40 years. I mean, that's that's older than me and Sandwich. But, I mean, can you imagine, like, if Scott had started running a game at 20, like, and he had been running it right up until now? I mean, that's a long 40 years. So. And, I mean, if and, he started when I was 13, it could have been, like, a 50-year. Also, know, I think I saw, to too, retire. like, they have altered how they, like, yeah, they're using D&D as a base. I think it's second edition. But, like, they've altered rules a lot. From what I heard, where it's like, who does not even two e anymore? It's, it's a brew. It everything. No, no, no. I know. No, I'm, I'm not disparaging every, it. I was. Just I have never played. I've never again. This is this is commenting on my own DMing. I've never played. I've never played straight rules ever, and mostly because I I I would rather. Ha- and you know, sandwich. You and I have discussed this. We can't discuss this right now because it's part of an upcoming project. But you know how I feel about different campaign settings and so on and so forth. So, you know, like I've always played, I've always played it that way. You know, I've always played it with, with much more expansive and uh, flexibility than, than the, 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 the sort of straight up rules allow. So I, I would, I would understand if they've been playing for 40 years, that means that, you know, according to my math, it's yeah, it's a D and D that they st- started playing 40 years ago you got to give you got to give credit where credit is due if they started playing 40 years ago and they're still friends that's i mean that's huge. it right to, to, i mean can yeah. you imagine being able to get together with the same group of people whatever once a week once I a month for 40 would years love th- i would love that i would love that more than anything i would make that commitment if I knew it was something that that would be committed to by everyone, if we're all saying, you know, if there's a group of people that want to play and we're saying, listen, every Sunday, you know, barring special events or holidays or anything like that, we're going to get together for three hours and we're going to play. I would be all about that as long as everybody in that group is making the same commitment, because what's the point? If you don't, then it's what we have now. You know, when we can get together and, you know, I'm sure people have moved away. I'm sure I'm sure they found a way around. Maybe maybe now, you know, that some of them are playing remotely and everything else. It's just about the commitment and following through on the commitment. I would love that. I would think that would be amazing. 
Mm-hmm. I would totally do that. 100%. I think it, it is amazing. It sounds great. And I just think about how difficult it is just for the three of us. We don't even have to be in the same room to get together for a couple hours a week and do the longest running geek related podcast in the biz. Uh, We're going to just hammer that in. That's aren't we? The, I think I'm going to talk. That's the probably, title of this episode 684, the longest running geek related podcast in the biz. Since since uh, since we're hammering on things, this is probably a good time to let everyone know that uh, the the Begathon uh, <laughs> will be starting at the uh, uh, I believe it's the third week in July, and that will be uh, in order to send us to New York Comic Con, uh, which we have attended every single one of, by the way. So, um, yeah, which and that's coming up this fall. I think it's the first weekend in October. I think it usually is. I think so. Yeah. You're coming so, so before we finish this out, there's also a, a Kickstarter that I wanted to mention since we're getting some quick hits. Uh, is it a D and D Kickstarter? It, it is. It's a Cobalt oh. Press campaign builder, Cities and Towns. So it's just to create. It says the flavor text is create and run five e adventures that crackle with rich lore, dark plots, and glorious NPCs. A homebrewer's guide to better fantasy cities. There's there's so many of them. So this I, one, I it's already fully funded, and it doesn't even start. I don't know. It's got four thousand backers, and it's twenty nine bucks for the PDF and forty four bucks for the hardcover. And so check it out on Kickstarter, Cobalt Press, Campaign Builders, Cities and Towns. I recently turned Sandwich onto a Kickstarter that's D and D related. Also, those yeah. dice. Yeah, I was thinking about uh, pulling the trigger on that soon. I want that. I want those wave dice. We'll uh, we'll we'll try to get some images of them up at some point somewhere yes. on social media. But there maybe amazing. someone could post them to our Instagram account. I, oh. I didn't say I wouldn't. <laughs> didn't I didn't say you would either. I want to do it. We got it. We got to well, listen. If if that's all the D and D stuff, we need to get out and start quick the hitting the news. Warriors that terrify. It's D and D. Fine. Great book about it. Um, do you want to talk box and, and on what? a side on a side note just before we uh, before we start the news uh, Scott when I come to your house for the holidays we are going to uh, we're going to be power watching South Park oh geez because I cannot accept that you are so socially unaware I'm, as to not have seen South Park. I'm not saying it's not a good show I just have not ever had the time. I know. And, you know, and look at look at what's going on right now. Uh, you know, you got Kenobi. Hello there. You got Ms. Marvel. Haven't even had time to watch it. The Boys. Haven't had time to watch it. Umbrella Academy. Haven't had time to watch it. There's so I uh, Stranger the Things. First episode of all three of those that you just met. Oh, I finished uh, Kenobi. Hello there. Uh, but I have watched only the first episode. We of... have to wait a week. On have you seen Kenobi, Scott? You just said you have. Hello haven't there. Seen it, right. No, I finished Kenobi. Over this last week, when I was traveling, when can we spoiler talk about that? Next week, it's done. I think it's done. It's two weeks. It's over. I don't know that it's been two weeks. I think it. I think just this Wednesday. We do one week anyways. So yeah, I think that we're okay because it will have been two weeks. I think we should go ahead and talk about it. Maybe not today. No, (laughs) we don't about it next week. Oh, it's only one week. What are you talking about? It's not a movie because we have a lot of stuff already, Mister Sam. What are we going to talk about next week? And we have we have time that Star Wars show. What's, the, what's it called? Uh, ben. 
We're going to talk about Ben. No, that's the you song. You missed by, one. Oh, you missed one. I did not. Scott, I did not. Absolutely no, did. I did not. He said did. that Star Wars show and he said Ben and that doesn't no, count. No, uh-uh. Before that, you said it and you missed it. You'll see. Uh, and you'll insert it in there to make me look like an <laughs> ass, but you missed it because I've been paying attention. What? He would never not see Kenobi and not have it go. You know what? Next week. Oh, oh I missed that one. I missed that missed one. I did miss one. that one. I missed that one. Next week, we'll talk about Kenobi. Hello there. And we'll call the episode Ben, and the intro music will be Ben by Michael Jackson. I think it's perfect. So we're all set. Oh, that's funny. Yep. Ben, the two of All right, us so what do we got? What's next the in the, uh, these quick hits? <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, okay, so uh, box office over the weekend. Elvis was $31.2 million. Followed by Maverick at That's 29. Baz Luhrmann, right? Yes, I think so. And then Maverick was another 29.6 million, over 100 million for. Uh, it's a billion. Maverick. I mean, a billion. Wide, yeah, yeah. It? Maverick is just off the charts. And then Jurassic World uh, was 26.6. I heard great things about the Elvis movie. I heard, yeah, I heard that. I heard great things about Maverick, although I'm not a fan. So yeah. I really, I'm probably going to wait. I don't think I need to see that. What are they showing now for you? I'm, well, Thor is coming. Thor's well, no, like I'm saying right weeks. now. Are they? What are they showing on your eye? <laughs> yeah, what's your oh, one and know. only choice on the <laughs> I haven't looked. No, it's, it's probably serious. Maverick. I don't, I don't know if they Maverick. changed over to Elvis yet. I, I, don't, I don't think they'll get Elvis. I think they'll get Blockbuster. I think they only really get Blockbusters and kid films. So, it's probably Jurassic World then. I, I, it might be if Jurassic World. If it's World. not still Maverick. Yeah, I don't know. I'd have to look it up. And every piece of technology I have is right now uh, committed to doing this show. Yeah. So. I didn't hear great things about uh, Jurassic World. No, apparently. I'm really seeing it, though. What's that? Is it? I mean, I know it's get, like getting views, but like, does anyone really care? About Jurassic Park? Well, it's the last one, and they're, all the original actors are back. So, I mean, there are, there are some. So. Well, there are some things to look forward to. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I want to see it. I, I I only saw the last one once, and I don't remember it well. So yeah. I'm probably gonna have to go back I, and watch I, it. I felt again. like this run of Jurassic, this Jurassic trilogy just just did not have any steam. Well, it's 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 irrelevant. It's done, and I don't think they're gonna be any more. So for another like twenty years. Yeah, then, I mean, then there'll be Jurassic Universe. Jurassic Multiverse. The Jurassic, the too fast, too Jurassic Averse. Too Jurassic, too, too park. I don't know. Hey, hey, just on a side note, I was, um, uh, uh, which ha- has absolutely nothing to do with what we're talking about, and it's just for sandwich, but I'm going to do it anyway. Did you, uh, uh, did you see? I was just on with Dave before we came on. Oh, yeah, I heard about did it. You see, did you see the, um, there's a three pack in the shop, and one of the yeah. characters in the three pack is uh-huh. uh, is is tech is like it's like techno peely. Oh, that's funny. It's peely, but instead of the two e's, it's threes backwards. <laughs> it's like oh my god, I really I'm not buying I'm not buying the set just for that skin, but that skin was really cool. Anyway, that's your Fortnite. That's update. your Fortnite news. Fortnite, Fortnite TNG update. Fortnite news. Also, Do I need Vader, Vader's now in the game, and the Empire's landing, and you can get blasters and lightsabers again. Is anybody there else from a, a recent show in the game? Uh, yeah, he's been. He was in. Yeah, he he was in as a character. You could buy him for like a month, but he's gone now. Who? Uh, Obi Wan. 
Hello there. Does that count, right? No. It's, no, it's no. not Obi-Wan? It's only Kenobi? Hello there. All right. Um, but yeah, also on the Elvis movie, I heard it was really long. It's like a three-hour-plus three, eight, three hour plus movie. And and like Tom Hanks as the colonel, right, is uh, very unlikable, which is, you know, good acting by I, Tom Hanks, right? I've uh, I've really... Oh, I'm sorry. I don't mean to go, go over Kevin. All I was going to say was, if it's if it's Baz Luhrmann, who I think is a brilliant director, and if it's that good a movie... I don't care if it's four hours long. I'm just, uh, you know, like I still want to see it. I'm just not going to get the opportunity, I think, until it's on one of the streamers. Mm-hmm. So. I've so- grown to love these these rock and roll biopics. Um, because they've done like a couple of them now. They did the Bohemian Rhapsody one. They did Rocket Man. They've done this Elvis one now. They've done way more than that. I'm just saying, like those go, are the ones I can watch. Great I can Balls name. of Fire. I'm just saying those are the ones I can name off the top of my head. Go watch, Go watch uh, The like Doors recently. with Val Kilmer. Oh, that's really good. That's a really, know, yeah. that's one of his best. Perf- I I arguably say that is his second best performance after Doc Holliday and Tombstone. Yeah, after, after Tombstone. Yeah. No, I, I, I saw him. Well, I'm just saying I like I know because those are the recent ones. People will know those like off their mind and, quicker. I feel like. And that. Uh, Have and we that had a Beatles one. one yet? No. Oh, <laughs> yes, there was. Yeah, there was about them really, really, really young. Backbeat? Um, Is that Backbeat? Or was that was Backbeat and actually about the Beatles or were they a Beatles type characters? No, uh -uh. there was definitely one that was the actual Beatles, but I don't remember what it's. I don't think it did very well and I don't think it was well received. uh, Meaning I don't think the Beatles talked about it. I feel like I want one one for the Beatles again and I want one for Kiss. But that's just me. Kiss. I, I'm sure it'll be self-produced. Kiss Go to kissonline.com. Amazing. You can get the that. This one would, would that would probably be amazing, honestly, if they but. did one. But Gene Simmons would have to be behind that, and there's nothing but animosity between at least, at least him and Peter Chris and uh, Ace Freely. I think I don't think the three of them get on. Paul Stanley gets on with everybody apparently, yeah. but I, I but. can just hear Gene Simmons going to promote it. Go to kissonline.com and you can get. Uh, tickets for the show you can yeah, only get them exclusively kissonline.com join 1999kiss.com plus a five dollar processing fee per ticket yep yeah unbelievable yeah <laughs> but the tickets will That's be printed true. with our blood but our blood will be in the ink on the tickets sandwich go watch great balls of fire and do a uh sandwich shop on it that's a good one <laughs> all right um okay so speaking Dude. of box office while we were on our spring break the Sony and in their infinite wisdom re-released Morbius. <laughs> I heard about this. And it made oh, they $5.50 one matinee. One person went to one matinee to see the re-release of Morbius. I think they made is it collective was it collectively like It was like 85 grand on on the Friday. I mean, it was they, just Yeah, they made it was like just legitimately nothing. They essentially sold out it, you know, if you put everyone in one theater, they sold out like 20 shows. Nobody likes Jared Leto. And if there was ever a movie that he was going to be able to shine in, it was Morbius. Oh, oh, it sounds like we have a call. <laughs> that, a yeah, call? Apparently there's a call, but no, it's not a call. It's Jared Leto calling in. Let Jared Leto. Oh, God damn it. Why are you talking? I don't know. how. What does his voice even sound like? I can't do a Jared we, yeah, Leto impression. Yeah, we, we, don't, we don't do Jared Leto on the show. We, we, only, do, we only do the other guy. So. Which I other guy? I know what I have to do. <laughs> I know what I have to do. 
but I don't know if I have the strength to do it. It's Mormon time. He said that in the movie. Did you know that? It's Mormon time. Morbin. 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 Like he like morphing, did? but Morbin. It's Morbin time. Did you it see that movie? A great meme. No, I still no, haven't seen but it. It became a fantastic meme, and then he killed it. Then Why? Because he, he used it. Yeah, because he used it. Like, oh, yeah. oh, look, oh, and then someone's like, "What's that, Jared?" And it's Morbius too. It's Morbin time. Yeah, there'll be and no he Morbius too. The joke immediately. I don't think there'll even be a Morbius showing up anywhere else. At least that's yeah. what I'm thinking. So yeah. here's let me let me too read bad this. because you know could have had legs. Just yeah. saying. Let, let me read this from the article here. Um, let's see. Oh, I lost it. Wait, I think I can read it from the article. Morbius is so bad that we actually tried releasing that shit again, and nobody came to see it. Yeah, Sony uh, reissued Sony. Morbius into over a thousand theaters in week ten. The poorly reviewed and poorly received Jared Leto superhero movie earned an eighty-five thousand dollars on Friday for a two hundred eighty thousand dollar weekend and a still lousy seventy-three point six million domestic cumulative. So, so, so the meme is was actually apparently a big reason it came back because Sony saw the memes of everyone talking about Morbius like, oh wait. Let's capitalize on Morbin time and put it out again. No. And they thought that meant people would watch it. <laughs> no, it's crapping time. That's what it is. Oh. I loved the the memes that I saw right. after it came out. It was like, oh, Sony, I'm sorry. We were all busy that weekend. Can you do it again? <laughs> all right, we got to get to some quick hits here because the, the <laughs> clock is ticking and running out. Uh, let's see. Production casting news. Uh, Jack Reacher star Alan Richen. Is cast in no Fast one cares. 10. Next, that's uh, he was Hawk from Hawk and Dove from Teen Titans and what was he cast as? uh, Jack Reacher. Or he's in he's in Jack Reacher now on Prime yes. and then he's gonna be oh, in Fast 10. Next, Jesus. Um, let's see, find something Kev likes. Yeah, the Wicked, not liking the it's Wicked, the Wicked movie is gonna be split into two, so they can't even cram the Wicked musical into one movie. It's gonna be two movies, a two parter. What and who's starring in that? Oh, geez. I can look it up. Is it Indina Menzel? It absolutely is not going to be Indina Menzel. Is it Kristen Chenoweth? No, it looks like Ariana Grande. Next. Ariana Grande and Cynthia Erivo. Oh, cool. You lost me at hello. Next. (laughs) Hey, that's good. That's an Ariana Grande song. Good job. Thank you, next. Ariana Grande. That's our outro music today. Um Let's Don't see. you dare. <laughs> They'd rather have the Morbius theme. The Morbius theme. Uh, let's see. Speaking of Spider-Man villains. Um, so John Watts, who was who, well, he was the director of Spider-Man, right? What, yes. Uh, he exits the Fantastic Four, so he's not going to be working on that. Oh, really? Yeah, there was some other thing about the Fantastic Four that I saw that apparently... Uh, it was released that I think it was the director. Oh, was it Sam Raimi? I can't remember. I think it was. Somebody was talking about Multiverse of Madness and said that Kevin Fahey said, you know what? Let's get John Krasinski in here just to satisfy the fans. But there was been, or there was or has not been additional talk about him playing the role in an FF movie. 
So now the speculation is that he may not be Reed Richards in this FF movie. And why did John Watts leave? Did they say creative differences? Because that's fucked up. If that's the case, that means no more Spider-Man for him either. It says he just needs a break from superhero realm after the Spidey trilogy. Okay, that's fair. That may mean he'll come back. Did they replace him? It does, no, yes, it doesn't, doesn't Ron say that. Howard. Ron Howard. The fixer. Ron Howard comes the in. Fixer. Clean up the mess. Um, Work, hey, worked worked on Solo. Yeah. As far as I know. Uh, let's see. Do, does anybody know who Bad Bunny is? He's some music person. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Tell, uh, you're, you're, the, you're the young and sandwich. Who's Bad Bunny? He's like a, a rap artist from South America. Okay. He is going to play Spider-Man ally El Muerto in uh, Sony's Marvel pick, who is the superpowered like wrestler. And is he going to either appear in the Madam Web movie or is he going to have his own movie? Oh, God. Oh, God. Um, and so, El Muerto movie is in his own movie. So what's fun? His um, he has shown up at WWE as just like a fool who runs around and wins stuff. Awesome. Um, so by so, all means, let's get that. I mean, I mean, what does Sony have to? I mean, does do they learn nothing from Morbius? Like, yeah, I mean, nothing, so I, I bet that never happens. Now that Morbius has been a colossal fuck up, I bet that uh, never happens. You know, I um, it, it, it's I'm not trying to disparage this gentleman, Mister uh, Mister Bunny. Um, I imagine he's a nice fella, but <laughs> I don't know if he's much of an action movie actor. Especially in like a, also trying to make this a bad Deadpool movie. It's like, oh, it's comedy. He's a funny hero. Yep. But like fire Shazam. wrestler doesn't. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Um, fill you with confidence. Sp- yeah. Speaking of Deadpool, Deadpool three is uh, purportedly going to still have the R rating. It's not. They're not going to make it family yes. family friendly. They did say that. Um, Sony also teased Venom three. Uh, at the closing of CinemaCon. Who, who's who's left for him to Venom with? Anti-Venom? Spider-Man. <laughs> Do you think that yeah, they'll but... actually have Venom meet Spider-Man in Venom 3? I, I mean, think... y- so... you know, the fact that they bounced him into that universe and then out of it, I really don't know. I really don't know what they're doing with that character. I think we'll they get a Venom him Force into the universe, and then but, they mm-hmm. bounced him out of it. So, I think we get a Venom in that universe with Spider-Man, but I don't think it's Tom Hardy. Well, that's see, but that's what I'm saying. Like you have now established, and you're about to do a third Venom movie with yeah. Tom Hardy. You, you, you got him into the universe with Tom Holland, and then seemingly you bounced him back out of it again. Well, what the hell was the point of that? Yeah. Are they gonna are they gonna recast Spider Man for the Tom Holland universe for the Venom universe? That's possibly the worst idea since New Coke. What if or Jared Leto playing anything? What if the universe that uh, Tom Hardy is in is the same one that Amazing Spider Man is in, and then when oh, they come back that. to do Amazing Spider Man three. And and Venom three are together. They bring what's his name back? Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield is apparently like they. I mean, they, he got all of this like praise I, for his performance in uh, No Way Home. 
Uh, so I could totally see them doing that, ex- uh, you know, except that running concurrent Spider-Mans doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense for the MCU because the idea here is that they want to have one cohesive universe. Right. So it doesn't make sense for them to do that. I think there's another answer with regards to Venom. I don't know what that answer is, but I think we're just going to have to wait and see. But I mean, as far as villains goes, Sandwich is right. <laughs> Name another villain. Carnage. And let me think. Um, Carnage. I mean, that's I, unless he unless I mean, you know, like like Superman two, a bunch of symbiotes land on the planet and he yeah, has I mean, to so go. Get there them. are other symbiotes. Yeah, there are. Exist, doesn't. But then it's like, doesn't Venom get Flash Thompson for a while in the comics? So, yeah, yeah they're not so gonna there's, do there's that. Agent Venom. There was a version of like a white Venom that they called like anti Venom. There's like, yeah, well, yeah. Carnage was- had a kit, had a symbiote that he dropped off. That became yeah. like another superhero. Like, there's other symbiote options, but it's just like it's ham-handed if they keep yeah. doing the same thing over. It's like the Flash TV show, yeah, where it's if the, he just fights a fucking symbiote every season, yeah, every it's episode. The speed villain of the season, you know, the symbiote of this movie. The first yeah. one was himself. Riot, the second one was shit. Carnage, and what yeah. now? You know, the planet of the symbiotes is that what the, the god of the symbiotes because they did that in the comics. Oh, wasn't that what's his name? Uh, they just did a figure of him, no, Cole Knoll, yeah, yeah, Null K N U L L, right? Yeah. Big dude looks like a drow with a big sword, right? White yeah. hair. They yeah. just Marvel Marvel Legends just did a figure so, so of him. That's pro- that could be the next option, the god that of could all be. symbiotes. That could be the next option, um, but I, I I fail to see the reason of bouncing him into the MCU and then bouncing him out unless that was the, the plan. Immediately. All, which, yeah. I mean, unless like I, I don't I just don't see the point. Didn't they also that was, set it up that Venom is the reason he jumped over just for no. Doctor Strange to kick him out? Uh uh-uh. uh. Because I felt like they were because the way they said it, I felt like the way they set it up was he saw Spider Man and Venom was like, I want that guy or whatever he said. Well, no, but I'm saying like Venom brought him to Tom and then Doctor Strange kicked him out. I mean, yeah, I I guess so. Yeah. Couldn't Venom just go back? Maybe. I don't know. Or is he like not allowed to return to the same place? I guess there's some weird rules. We're going to have to wait and see. All right, let's go. Well, why don't, we, why don't we take a break? Go ahead. All right. We'll take our first and only break on this episode of Geek Stuff TNG episode. Fill in the blank. What, 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 are, you, what are you reading? The the, 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 what are you, the end we'll of the be, medicine we'll, commercials? Or it's like, we'll be right. This drug may cause. Yeah. Listen, I already listened to these things on double speed. So when you talk fast like that, I can't understand what you're saying. After these messages, we'll be right back. After these messages, we'll be right back. Yeah. We need to get the word out that the listeners can be involved with Geek Stuff TNG directly by using our GVM line. 201-730-2547. Hmm. Maybe we could use our seductive voices? Huh? Our what? All right. Here. Let's read these lines in our most seductive voices. Like this. <clears throat> hey there. 
we want you to be a part of Geek Stuff TNG with your questions and your hmm, comments. Oh! <clears throat> That's right. We want you to tell us what's mm, on your mind. What we are doing that you <laughs> like. <coughs> so call us on the GVM line, 201-730-2547, and you may hear yourself uh, on an upcoming episode of Geek Stuff TNG. <laughs> wow. Wow. What? Okay, here we go. I'm James Hatton. And I'm Podcast Rob. And we're the Something Something Cast. We're a pop culture podcast that chats about movies, comics, TV, music, video games, and a whole lot more. Check us out at our home at somethingcast.com. And also on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and other fine podcatchers as well. Proud members of Hashtag Potter and Family and ACPN, the art, comedy, and pop culture podcast network. Okay, here we go. Hey, Geek Stuff listeners. It's West Coast Scott here. Did you know I do a podcast with my lovely wife? Say hi, Brittany. Hi. Tell them about our podcast. We do a weekly podcast where we talk about travel, conventions, Disneyland, and our growing family. It's called The Piecast because we got married on Pie Day, and it's available wherever you find your podcasts. You can also follow us on social media. At Pie Day Family. And my new Twitter handle is at Pie Day Scott. Check us out. What's up? This is Mikey T, host of the Failing Hollywood Podcast. I'm just a guy who plays with props behind the scenes. On our show, we have guests who also work behind the scenes, and we joke around, we drop names, we tell real onset stories. We even play some film games, only on the Failing Hollywood Podcast, found wherever podcasts can be found. Build your own X-Wing. Luke Skywalker's legendary Red 5 Starfighter from the Star Wars Saga. The X-Wing is recreated in stunning detail in a massive 1 to 18 scale and comes complete with remote-activated working lights, R2-D2 motorized wings, removable hyperdrive opening cockpit, and a magazine full of fascinating facts, plus an amazing step-by-step assembly guide. You will also receive a free binder, power pack, and bookends model space. And now, another classic Geek Stuff ID. Oh, fudge. Hey, this is Ian Petrella, Randy Parker. Oh, Randy, don't play with your food. Eat it. Achoo. Starving people would be happy to have that. Yano Anaya, Grover Dill. In our world, you were either a bully, a toady, or one of the nameless rabble of victims. Scott Schwartz is flick. Come back, come back, come back, come back, come back. The bell rang. But what are you gonna do? I don't know. The bell rang. And we're all from A Christmas Story, and you are listening to Big Kev's Geek Stuff. A 
Tommy commercial? Son of a bitch. Geek Stuff TNG. Live from the sandwich shop, Party Productions in sunny Southern California and Big Hefuna Studios. It's Geek Stuff TNG. During our commercial break, you're from our amazing sponsor, BuildXWing.com. This model is in 118 scale, making it the only fully scaled, fully detailed X-Wing ever made for use with your three and three quarter Star Wars action figures. This X-Wing features many amazing details, like the proton torpedo bay, working engine lights, and a light-up R2-D2. You can add your own boops, bops, and beeps. The S-foil is open to attack position. The laser cannons simulate firing, and the engine lights power up, all by remote control. We recommend you take them up on their do-do-do-do-do-do premium offer. You get what 18 scale hangar accessories to create a detailed display of your X-Wing, including crates, tanks, personnel transporter, landing lamps, fuel pump, ladder, as well as several static figures, including ground crew members, and even Luke Skywalker himself. When you sign up for your subscription each month, in addition to your parts of the model, you'll get four full-color magazines featuring instructions for the parts you've received. Fascinating articles about the original models used in the movies and more. You can collect these great source materials in a free binder, which you'll receive as part of your subscription. As a fan of collectibles, you may have seen models like this online or at shows or conventions. And I don't need to tell you, the price tag can be quite high. The genius of this system is that you're paying a little each month as well as having fun putting it together yourself. You can check out more info over at buildxwing.com or reach them by phone at 877-544-6779. Check them out today. Uh, okay, so yeah, back to quick hits after the break there. Uh, you know, we're going to have some new segments coming up between now and episode 700. I think one of them, oh. one of them has got to be the celebrity crime blotter. Um, you mentioned Mr. Kevin Spacey in the break there when we were talking about uh, Austin Powers movies. And uh, he's... I, I, did he get arrested, or at least there's a, he, he's he's been done it again. He's done it again, Kevin Spacey. But now <laughs> now it's in the in the UK. We'll see if all of the witnesses and uh, accusers mysteriously uh, get unalived in the UK this time. Uh-huh. I mean, like accusing Kevin what Spacey is like being the now. Uh, what do you think? I don't know. That's why I asked. Some kind of sexual think. assault and accusing Kevin Spacey is like being the drummer for Spinal Tap. Oh yeah, uh, funny. That's a good. That's I a good bit. That. Um, I get that sandwich. Do you get that joke? Uh, I imagine they die. <laughs> do you? Do you? Do you not get the joke because you've never seen Spinal Tap? Fuck a Spinal Tap. Oh, Put it on your goodness. list. That that is no. that needs to go on the list. Sandwich Shop, Spinal Tap. There, we can't have be... thirty million things. I'll never finish Sandwich Shop. <laughs> You're doing it in perpetuity, you don't so it doesn't finish matter. Sandwich Shop. It goes on till you die in perpetuity. Um, put it on the list. And Where's your list? Up your ass. Up your ass to the left. They're making. They're gonna. Are they? Are they in talks to do a sequel to Spinal Tap, or is it yes. like official? No, I'm. I think it's official because I think. Uh, I think Rob. Um. Reiner, I think, said it's official. I think. 
So let me put they this in perspective. probably want to do it before one of them dies. Yeah, they, I mean, how much time you got left? They're all getting up there now. Yeah, so, so let's, let, let's put this in perspective. Um, so you know how, like, Curb Your Enthusiasm is kind of improv-based? They don't really have a script? Spinal Tap is kind of a movie like that. It's a mockumentary about a heavy metal band in, was it the 80s? Early 80s? 80s, yeah. Um, and it has Harry Shearer, Michael McKean, who else? Who's the other? Oh, who's the third member? Christopher the, Guest. Christopher Guest, yeah. And really, it's the Christopher Guest crew, right? The same people that did Best in Show, that did Waiting for Guffman, that did... No, 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 no. Only Christopher Guest and Michael McKean, uh, who have been friends for, for years, and I think there may be one or two other people in Spinal Tap who are in that crew, but even Michael McKean wasn't... Michael McKean wasn't in, I think, until... Oh, well, Best in Show, I think, was the second one of that that group of films that Christopher Guest did. So I guess he did come in right away, but he was not waiting for Guffman. No, but I'm just saying I associate Christopher Guest and the kind of improv based movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you should, because that, I mean, those movies he did are amazing if you've never seen them, but sandwich, you definitely should add Spinal Tap to that list. Yeah. So Spinal Tap is a classic, classic movie. Um, Anyway, so on the, on the celebrity, you also have a really young, uh, to interrupt, you have a really young Billy Crystal and Dana Carvey in there for like a hot second each. Were they, were they I mean, were they on Saturday Night Live yet? Is that before they were on Saturday Night Live? Oh, it was definitely before Dana Carvey was on Saturday Night Live. Was Billy Crystal on Saturday? Oh, yeah, of course he was. That was probably right around the time that Billy Crystal would have been on SNL. Because mm-hmm. I think that sponsor was like 80, 81, I think. Yeah somewhere in that era so yeah and i think he would have been doing or, or he might have done soap already too soap what a great show yeah really good show all right these are supposed to be quick hits let's keep on the celebrity cr- crime blotter um i mean so amber heard and ezra miller which one do you want to talk about i, I mean it, it seems pretty much official that wb is not going to work with either one of them anymore is amber heard officially out on uh that's the rumor. The rumor she's completely out. Like the, the initial rumor was they had reduced her part, and now they she's going to be completely out of it. Um, right. But then, did you see the new Ezra Miller shocker? What now? About so, those kids on the farm. Like kids on a farm with guns laying around everywhere, and I mean his. It just keeps getting weirder and weirder with the, the Ezra Miller situation. Cool. So. I don't know. Is that enough for the? Uh, so I need, I need, we need a new stinger for the celebrity cl- crime blotter because there just seems to be a lot of celebrities uh, in the news. Hey, you work on that. I'll work on it. We need to get the voice involved. Um, so oh, yes. let's let's talk about streaming stuff that's out there, but we're not going to review any of it because I haven't seen most of it. But um, I mean, what's out there? Has anybody watched Stranger Things yet? Bits of it. So we got. I didn't get to finish it yet. So Stranger Things is available, all over available, right? Those aren't getting released week to week. You could, you could. Uh, be so done yeah, it's all available, but it's not. It wasn't the full season. They're like putting out like two or three more episodes in like a couple weeks. Yeah, or something that's like another. That. I I saw about half of the first. Yeah. Episode. So. Yeah. All right, and then the so what about the boys? The boys yeah. is every friday i think right so it's not, and it's not done yet but they released two and then it's one a week i think, I so. think that's correct and this yeah. last friday I think they're was... up to like four i think yeah now how, do we know how many there are going to be it's been eight right per season do we know how many it's going to be this something season? like that yeah i, I, think I, it's I haven't the heard same thing 
I yeah. haven't heard. Well, I, I've heard it's insane. Well, this, all I've heard. this this week is the the hero hero gasm episode is what is all th- over the news, right? Yeah. Right. And and what's his name? The Homelander actor is getting all kinds of press for just how good of a job he's doing. Like his acting is amazing, and I would his agree with that from what I've seen so too. far. Yeah, he's he's a, you know a murderous asshole in real life too, so it's good. Um, and apparently, and, and uh, I I heard also that there's um a lot of people who are upset because I guess uh, politically right people are upset because Homelander turns out to be the bad guy. (laughs) That's what I I heard. I'm not even joking about that. I literally heard that, that, you know, a whole bunch of, of sort of the extreme right wing people are upset because apparently they've discovered that Homelander is the bad guy. So it's politics TNG. I don't know, I don't know what show they've been watching, but he's been the bad guy all. <laughs> I mean, he was very he clearly like the such bad a redeemable character. Yeah, yeah, didn't he? Or no, at all? No. Now, how much uh, content is there, like in books, that they can pull from? I think they're done. They're out. Done. Yeah, after this season, I think. So, so this would be the last season, and that's that's true also of Umbrella Academy, right? Like this yeah. season no, existed. They have another, I think season maybe two of the boys. That that exists in that exists in I, books. I think. Are you sure about that sandwich? Yeah, I think because Herogasm okay. is like towards the end, but not the end. Oh, yet. I thought it was closer to the end, and but Umbrella Academy is definitely done out of material as far yeah. as book stuff goes, but. Yeah. I, I can't I th- imagine. I think the show went a little past the books, too. I think there's some extra content in theory. In, in well, the season three of Umbrella Academy? Yeah. Have you guys watched any of that yet? No, well, but I mean, from what I heard. One hope. Yeah. What? What show? Umbrella, Umbrella Academy. Academy. One, well, the first episode was amazing. Is that getting released that's week all to week? I've seen. It's, it's not all dropped? Or has it all dropped? I don't that's think all dropped. so. Oh, oh, yeah, no, yeah, Netflix, yeah, that's all dropped. But I've only seen the first one, and the first one was was pretty his, hysterically funny. Actually, is what it was. The first ten minutes of the thing, I was crying, laughing. Yeah, I can't. I just, I mean, I gotta find time. I really want to want to see these shows. You not know, enough but hours in the day. I know they're just there are not enough hours in the day. There's so okay. much. Scott, I feel the like holidays. they literally the holidays, picked, Scott. The they holidays. literally the holidays picked, I feel like around. to just dump every show at once. Yeah, Ms. Marvel came out while Kenobi was out. While the Love boys that. came out, and then they dropped. <laughs> Good Thought job. you were gonna get me. Thought Umbrella you were gonna get Academy. me. Yeah, um, he's trying to get you now. This <laughs> he's is his revenge in. for D and D. They dropped everything at once. Yeah. No, it's not it's, surprised. We've waited long enough. No, I know, but like I, I was half expecting Rick and Rick and Morty to just show did, up in the middle at some point. Did any of the you see? Going. I haven't heard a thing about Rick and Morty, and I can't even remember the last time I heard something about new Rick and Morty. So yeah. have you seen have you seen the first episode of Umbrella Academy? I know you haven't, Scott. Did you see it, Sandwich? No, nothing. I, it's I saw a clip. I saw a clip of something. I don't know if yeah. I don't want to spoil anything. Right. It but was yeah, you um, definitely definitely see I, that. I'm pretty sure it was the first episode. And I think if we're talking about the same scene, uh that took a couple minutes, I think we're talking about the same thing. Where they're all doing the same sort of thing together. Yeah, where it looks like it's one thing, turns into another, and then it's a whole... Yeah. 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 Hysterical. Hysterical. I saw that. Speaking of Rick and Morty uh, and the Cronenberg universe, uh, David Cronenberg is is getting some award, right? Is he? For being horrible? (laughs) 
He's not horrible. No, but the, the Cronenbergs are horrible. The Cronenberg universe. Um, they bug me so much. Oh, nice bug. <laughs> <laughs> that sandwich's best joke right there. <laughs> Isolate it. Sandwich had a funny joke. Well, listen, what we need to do right now is we need to do an outro for this video uh, for Patreon people because I'm going to end it and uh and can, leave can you wait and then wait you guys one more story please one more story before okay. you go one more Damn story it. hold on I'm gonna do you one know, more story trying to do stuff here gotta go i know i know you have a life outside of the podcast but let's get to this geek stuff comic news smell that that's the smell of new comic books kevin i'm gonna make you very happy probably one of the best things that's ever happened to you joe Casada is gone from marvel comics yeah, I yeah. When I read the article, I yeah, I kind of was like, yeah, we should talk about this on the show. But then at the same time, I was kind of like, so, you know, like in, in Marvel Comics, he came, he saw, he destroyed, and and then he walked away. Of course, you know, like there's nothing surprising about this at all that he left and you know did he leave of his own accord was he pressured to leave who knows but the books are just unreadable at this point just unreadable there's one i i mean i mean all of them really but you know like and i haven't read uh, uh i haven't read a single issue marvel comic in probably at least a couple of years at this point it's embarrassing to say because oh yeah i've been reading cap since i was nine you know, I, 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 uh, there's, there's a bunch of, you know, Daredevil. Uh, I've been reading almost as long, but I bailed on Daredevil when they pulled him out of Hell's Kitchen, whatever that three years ago, whatever that was. But the point is, is they're pretty much at this point. I mean, I'm sure at some point I'll go back and maybe get the the issues that I'm missing and maybe I'll read them. I don't know, or I'll sell all and just be done with it. Sandwich would like that. Um, <laughs> but there, there, I was looking forward to. Sh- uh strange academy uh which was you know kind of like an x-men but for magic characters right you know kids with magic powers and you know why because brother voodoo was prominent in the series so of course you know i'm going to check it out because my brother voodoo um uh wheelhouse Wheelhouse. of which there is one item um so very excellently curated wheelhouse (laughs) <laughs> yes i have a single brother voodoo statue and that's the entire collection oh oh hold on sorry see this is why we have to go because now i'm getting phone calls all right well let's let kev go bye and so with that we will bring this video portion of the episode to a close by me saying goodbye <laughs> and he's gone um, he's not even gone yet. He's, almost nice. He's, he's 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 like he's suffocating the computer. I see it. Ah, Kev, leave the Zoom there. Oh, he's gone. Look at okay. that. Now we can talk about him. What do you want to say about Kev? How, uh, how many he's a good friend of mine? <laughs> Kev is a good friend of mine. How many boxes have come to the unit this oh, year? Oh, I mean, year. I don't want to. This year? This year? If you had to guess, so, ballpark. Wait. Oh, I, wait, I don't we make it a guess. contest. Should we make it a contest? Well, I know the number. You know the you know the number. All I right. counted. So let me guess. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna we're gonna play we're gonna play card sharks, right? Higher or lower? All right. All right. I'm gonna guess. Okay, so it's six months. 
And Kev said when he was here for celebration, he said, well, you know, I ordered a lot of this stuff that was like delayed because of COVID and it's all just starting to arrive. That was his excuse. Mm -hmm. yes. So I'm going to say, is it a hundred items higher or lower? Lower. Lower. Okay. It's under a hundred. Is it 75 items higher or lower? You're close. Oh, You're going to have to go a little lower. A little lower. Okay. 69? <laughs> uh, a little higher. A little higher. All right. 72? 73. 73 items have arrived. So, okay, so it's it's the end of June, so it's more than 10 items a month that, yes. that, Kev yes. goes, that goes. And that's just to the East Coast product archives. The East Coast archives. Not to mention me, what's me, in the West Coast the West, archives. Me and the West Coast manager have discussed... Uh, <laughs> And he literally brought an extra suitcase when he came that he filled with crap and took home from yeah. all the stuff that he brought at Celebration. Yep. 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 Oh, my goodness. Yeah, gracious. I know the extra suitcase. I know what it's like. <laughs> and apparently he's coming back you for the holidays. You must be new. <laughs> I, I, I am new to this. I am new to this. Because he just said, oh, yeah, when I'm there for the holidays. Yeah, um, no, it's the – if Kevin listens back, just so you know, Kev, we will do the intervention. <laughs> Episode Don't think we're not counting. Episode 700 is the intervention. He's not going to oh. listen to this. He doesn't listen to the episodes. You know, it's funny. This will be the one he does at some <laughs> point. He's like, guys, we have to talk about this. <laughs> this intervention. Oh, my goodness. Oh, God. the math. I don't even want to think about. I can think about the math. I don't want to think about the math of like. <laughs> oh, it's just it's funny. Anyways. Let's uh let's talk about the WB, not the WB, the CW. Yes. Right. They, they canceled like every fucking thing, right? Isn't is like yes. just about everything is gone. It's, they're selling, but they're so they're selling apparently or being sold, but they're making new shit, and I mean shit literally. So yeah, I, I mean I, I don't quite get it. It's like if you're selling it, who's going to buy it if they cancel all their content, right? Yeah. Like why bother canceling it? Like let whoever is, let whoever buys you decide what to cancel, right? What does the Arrowverse have left now? I mean, I don't know. Is they it just canceled Flash, and it's Flash and the Superman show, I think. Right, because like what? Naomi, Charmed, Dynasty, Legacies, Roswell, Forty Four Hundred, Riverdale. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, what is it? The what, what's the other one? Legends of Tomorrow. Legends of Tomorrow. Batwoman. Batwoman. Yeah, all gone. I mean, Batwoman got. I mean, it would be real. It was very difficult when your main character, when Leave. you swap out your main character, yeah. right, you know, because of behind the scenes stuff, right? It had nothing to yeah. do. Like they had to write in. Has a she new done anything Batwoman. since Batwoman? Uh, Ruby Rose. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't think so. I know that there was. I some... think she's like kind of. Actually, I hate to say fallen off, because that that makes it seem like you know, like, I mean, I'm not saying she's not. She has talent. She has some talent. But I remember there was a period of time where Ruby Rose was like. The hot shit. Well, yeah. So I think that it, it here's the possibilities, right? Yeah. Like she said that she kind of got injured on the set and couldn't yeah. handle the hours and, and had to step away. There's yeah. some discussion that there was some impropriety and other stuff on the set that caused her to get injured. Or maybe there's yeah. some, you know, like a hostile work environment kind of thing, you know. Uh -huh. But I think I feel like there was some other discussion that maybe she was hard to work with. You know what I mean? So like. So either way, it's damaged her career that she walked away, you know, because who's going to hire her now, right? Yeah. Season two of a show that's doing all right, and she just, and she bails, basically like, screwing the show. I think I've seen, she's like, but she did get, like, she was walking out with a cane, like, last I saw her. Like, yeah. Like, so she, I, it wasn't like it was a joke injury. Like, she's a little messed up. Right. Not, not saying mentally. I'm saying, like, physically, she got messed up. Yeah. So, so I mean, 
I think that either way, it, it, that it's going to be damaging to her career, whether it was her fault she got, whether she got hurt, which is what she says, yeah, or she's faking it. Either way, they're like, well, why would we, we wouldn't want somebody that walked away, that didn't yeah. tough it out. You know what I mean? Like a, an employer, a studio that's going to invest all that money, yeah, they don't want you to get hurt, but they want you to tough it out if you do, you know, play through the pain. You know, you, it, we, we got a lot of money invested in here, right? Yeah. Like that's the ex- I would I would say that's the expectation of the studio, so that I think that she'll have trouble finding work for a little while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then also CW put out that trailer for the fucking god awful part of my French Gotham Knights. <laughs> oh my god! Did we talk about this on the show officially, or did we just do a meeting and you talk about it? I don't remember. But go ahead. Talk, let's talk about so it Gotham again. Knights is the the new hot shit, hot steaming pile of shit that the CW has lined up. So basically, it is the idea is Batman is dead. And the accused are the children of his, like, from his rogue sky. Like, there's a the daughter of Joker and, like, the penguin. And I think it's the Riddler. The daughter They're of Joker kids. and the penguin who carried that baby. No, I know. I get it. I'm just yeah, kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, are being accused of killing Batman along with his son. Who isn't Damien or any of the other Robins? It's some new dude who, for some reason, my mind is telling me his name is something stupid like Turner. Like it's something Turner dumb. Wayne? Yeah. Also, what's strange, Harvey Dent is still Harvey Dent. He's not Two Face yet. But somehow the rest of the villains found someone to knock up and have age appropriate 18 year old children. Yeah. So. It's just timeline so, be damned it's some and weird, continuity is yeah after continuity it's some weird yeah. it's not in yeah. so now the 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 kids and turner wayne or the fuck his name is are being accused of killing batman yes somehow uh his son is being accused like did you know your dad was batman and you killed him for the money some stupid thing like that and now they're gonna fight crime and and clear their name and cw related uh hijinks will ensue so there'll be bad cgi for superpowers and it's just who lets these people still make superhero content? I'm not saying CW can't make content because they had decent shows. Supernatural was fantastic for a long time. It was. Arrow had potential. Flash had potential. But I, I feel like the people making these shows don't read comics to any degree or don't know anything about source material. I feel like they're just like, oh, let me just ham handily type in Batman on my computer and see the first three lines, and I'll make a movie or a show based off that. But why are we doing this if we're selling? <laughs> I mean, I think it's funny. that I feel like the quote was, somebody asked Tim Burton about Batman back yeah. in, like, 89, and he goes, oh, I've never read a Batman comic. And then somebody went, yeah, we can fucking tell. But, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I mean, I like the Tim Burton Batman, but... Um, yeah, but... But, I mean, even if you go back to that, yeah. just because what you're saying, have they ever read a comic book? It's like, well, if you've ever read a Batman comic book in the 89 Batman, I loved every bit of it until Alfred brings Vicky Vale into the Batcave. And I'm like, what? That would never yeah. happen. Alfred yeah. would never let somebody know... <laughs> Ooh, Batman is, you know. Butler escort you into the Batcave. Right. I mean, it's like, I get that. But again, you know, that's the difference between a movie that's supposed to tell the entire story of Batman in two hours and a comic book that's been around for 75 years, right? You yeah. know, you can... You can world build a little bit. Yeah, I mean, if it was if it was in the comic books, you could say that 20, 30 years in, Alfred's sick of 
Bruce being alone and wants him to meet somebody, but I couldn't buy that after one movie, you, you know? Yeah. And so I just remember that, like, everything I loved about the movie, but that just made me mad. And then, like, a lot of people are talking about, I know I'm on a different tangent, but that they were talking about uh, how Batman, the, the um, what's his name? The Batfle- Batfleck. No, Batfleck, like, how okay. he killed people. And then, like, yeah, yeah. in Batman Returns, he literally, like, grabs a guy, stuffs a hand grenade on him, and throws him down a well or whatever, and then the guy blows yeah. up. It's like Batman killed a whole bunch of people in the oh, 89 yeah. Batman. But it's like, I don't know, it's just different. But also, even in the 89 Batman, like, the Batmobile has two big machine guns that pop up off out of the front. And, yeah. you know, yeah. so it's like, yeah, there should not be guns in a Batman. Like, Batman should never have a gun, period. Yeah. That's the whole thing. That's why it's Batarangs and, you know. If he has a gun, it's like a super, like, it's going to fuck you up, but it's not going to, like, kill you. Yeah. Or as opposed to, I'm going to fucking, I'm, I'm going to take my car, shoot a grappling hook at you, and take your car, smash into another car. You're going to flip and explode, yeah. like, 30 times. I'm going to throw you in the water after yeah. that. So, but anyway, yeah, the, the question would be, do, you know, do the people making superhero movies have any knowledge or understanding of, what makes the superheroes famous or popular? And so, the answer is so lots of times no. In a Marvel-related way, and now I haven't seen Miss Marvel yet, I heard that actress apparently was a big like MCU fan and was like yelling at people on set, like Kevin Feige, about continuity issues <laughs> on her own show, on her own show, and other and other stuff he's put out apparently, which was cool. I mean, I haven't seen the show not because I don't want to. I, I I'm trying to not be so hard because you know it's it's not meant for me you know <laughs> and that's okay <laughs> why is it not meant for you well because it's definitely you know and marvel and D- disney is good about this you know they're, they're putting out characters that are meant for represent representing other people i am why what the heck is this i'm sorry it was just i was just shocked because i saw a dark figure approach Mr. Kev is back? He knew we were talking about him, and he's like, let me back in there. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. Was this a test? <laughs> were you listening the whole time? Oh, now he's gone. And then he <laughs> that was the weirdest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Anyways, he popped um, in to say I knew it, and then he bails. I- I'm going to go back to where I was uh, before I lost my train of thought based on Kevin. Ms. Marvel is not meant for straight white guys to relate to. It's meant for people who for girl for young girls, for people of that southeastern Asian descent. It's just not meant for me. And I was holding my bias about what I want to see, you know, versus what people need to see. You know? Okay. So I, I, I hear you and I'm going to disagree with you and I'm going to explain to you why you're wrong. Okay. What you're saying, what you just said, is the same yeah. thing that some guy got hammered on the internet yeah. for with yeah. uh, the the Red Panda movie, right? Yeah. And he's because he said I couldn't relate because this movie was about an Asian no, girl, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. And that's exactly what you just said. Yeah. And and what I'm saying is that you... no, there's tropes I can relate to, but I'm just saying like certain things I'm not supposed to relate to. No, I I I disagree with you, right? Okay. It, now, I, I mean, again. Red Panda is basically a, a, an analogy for a girl getting her first period, right? So I yeah. can't relate to that, yeah. but I can relate 
Awkward teenager. Awkward teenage years. I can re- relate yeah. to hanging out with my friends and wanting to do stuff that my parents didn't want me to do and wanting to go, you know, yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, so you can still relate to what a character is going through and not have done yeah. that exact thing. And I can relate oh, yeah. to no, I get an that. Asian I get that. female character, even though I'm, you know, a, a white male, right? I mean, so yeah. I just think, I think that, I think that you should be a little more open-minded than that because. Well, no, no, no. What, I, what I, I was. I get what you're saying. Yeah, you know, just because again, yeah, you know, and you're not going to like every story equally, but oh, yeah. because it's about a female doesn't yeah. mean that you won't like it. And you know, I've done the, the, this joke for my whole life too. It's like you go down to the toy store, and like one aisle has the action figures and the cars and the boy, quote unquote, boy toys, and then the other one is all dolls. And like in the aisles, like clearly this aisle is blue and black, and this aisle is pink and red. And it's like, I was like, I don't even bother walking down that aisle because there's nothing on that aisle for me. Yeah. But, you know, now I'm like, now I've got three kids and it's like, they don't know the difference. The only, you know, a, a little boy and a little girl, they don't care if it's a doll or an action figure or a car or a, 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 a an, oh, uh, you know, what is it? The, the oven, the easy bake oh, oven, easy bake? right? Yeah. Like they don't, the only reason they would know is if you tell them, that's a boy toy. That's a girl toy. There's no yeah. such thing as a boy toy or a girl toy. There's just toys. And I would, you know, take, taking that That's a step fair. further, and th- this was, uh, what's his name? Eddie Izzard's uh, joke, right? He said, oh, you like to wear women's dresses. And he goes, no, they're not women's dresses. They're dresses. They're mine. I bought them. It has nothing to do with male or female. It's a dress. And, you know, yeah, traditionally women wear dresses and men don't. That doesn't matter. And, you know, and that was the whole point is we're stuck in the... we. We as a society focus mm-hmm. on certain things that are completely irrelevant and don't matter, but we focus That's, on them mm-hmm. and then we teach them and we repeat that cycle until that mm-hmm. cycle is broken. So shows like Ms. Marvel w- that have somebody that looks different are ways to break that cycle of it's the same shit over and over again. Straight white mm-hmm. male, straight white male, straight white male. Hey, combo breaker, we can do something different, still have a relatable story. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to, and, and represent other people that can, they can see themselves in it a little bit more. Right. So, and again, I would just say, you know, be what, careful Scott, with that. I want to say, I appreciate that take because I needed to hear that. That was actually a good take. And again, I'm not, I mean, again, you know, no. everybody feels how you feel. I'm not, I'm just saying, you know, I am, I totally love criticism about me because that means I can learn. Yeah. <laughs> this is how we learn. Okay. All right. We, we didn't do it. Nice. That was nice. We didn't do any quick hits on this. Uh, let's see. We got to be quick? <laughs> no, I mean, we can go a little bit longer. Let's see here. I mean, listen, I mean, I know we're running a little long on the show anyways at this point, right? No, I think we're we're actually right about on time. So let's just hit some, let's hit some video game stuff because All right. Kev doesn't talk about that too much anyway. Um, so let's see. So you know who Bethesda is, right? Yes. What do you know about Elder Scrolls? I, uh, their last game I've bought four times separately. <laughs> no, their last Elder Scrolls game I've bought four times separately. It, because it's good or because something was messed up? Uh, no, because um, they have re-released uh, Elder Scrolls V Skyrim is possibly my favorite game of all time. Now, my mind, that'd be the last Elder Scrolls game. It's the last like relevant one, I feel like, because they had a multiplayer one that people liked, but I kind of thought it was trash. But that's my personal opinion. That's not uh, that's not an opinion to live by. It's just my my personal opinion. All right. Um, well, this article is saying that Elder Scrolls Six yes. is delayed, and we don't know for how long. And yeah. So like- they haven't put out what they have been doing because the first 
the first uh, version of this game came out with the Xbox 360. Mm-hmm. So that console was like discontinued in 2015. So, but that that game came out, I think like 2014, 2013. They've been re-releasing this game every like three or two years in different versions. So I've bought it more than three. once. What? Three or two. Three or two years. Listen, there's no way there's no way you're gonna zoom from your car and it's gonna work at all. But let's. Uh, so while you're here, Fortnite is officially adding Indiana Jones in season three. Is that exciting to you, Kev? Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah, they've already shown him, but it's um, it's a what you call it uh, sandwich. What is it called? Battle Pass guy yeah. only. So you have Which to pay pay to play. You gotta gotta pay to get him. Yeah. You got to get and a pass, all- then level up your pass. Yeah. Yeah. And and Vader is the same. You, you'll be able to get Vader as well from that show, Kenobi. Geek Stuff. Oh. Convention News. Oh. <laughs> I didn't have the right... Oh, you screwed me. Hello? Ow. I didn't have the right button ready, and I hit the button, but that wasn't it. God He shows it. up, makes him mess up the Kenobi, and then... <laughs> Just messes up everything. God damn it. Um, let's talk about... Uh, what? Go ahead. You just missed one. I missed one. Did you say it again? Hello there. Uh, uh, let, let's talk about Red Dead Redemption. We need that Red Dead Redemption update, but that's not from this show. Is that game still alive? It says, uh, let's see. A video Game Insider stated that new remasters of not only Red Dead Redemption, but also Red Dead Redemption 2 are set to release at some point in the future. Yeah, yes. I mean, that's cool. So it's just a remaster. You don't even get any new content? Probably not. What? Hold on. What would be the What would be the remastering? That game came out like two years ago or three years ago, whatever it is now. Well, the, the first one's been out at least a decade at this point. No, no, no. Listen, they said Red Dead Redemption 2, which is the one we're currently One playing. and two, Mr. Lag. Yes, I got you, sir, that it's Red Dead Redemption 1, but 2 is a current game. I don't know. Just put, I guess, all the content they've released since then in an, in one spot. I don't know. That's weird, man. And why are they doing that instead of fucking giving new content? Because they're out. I just don't get it, man. Because I don't know if Rockstar even cares because they know people just do they'll just buy and play what they have. Like, I don't know when how long we can really expect until the next game comes out from Rockstar. Probably three years. And they're working on GTA 6. Yeah, but that's what everybody's worried. Yeah, Kev, you're not coming too very good there. But, uh, yeah, so just fans are concerned that Red Red Dead is just going to be a lackluster reissue and that there isn't going to be a Red Dead 3. Number one. Yep, that was the finger. The number one. (laughs) All right, let's let's uh, let's wrap up uh, video game news. Last thing, uh, Take Two completes its acquisition of Zynga for twelve point seven billion dollars. Zynga, one of those phone game. Companies? I mean, yeah, that's that's Farmville yeah. and uh, what was the other one? Mafia Wars yeah. and all that Farmville. garbage. I remember as a young lad. Kev should remember this too because he was a young man like I was when this was happening. Um, like everyone and their mother was playing Farmville, and you're. Your family. I, I literally remember people's family being like, 
hey did did you farm did you send over that thing the seeds for the farm like i asked you like at the dinner table and like taking farmville for some reason super fucking seriously i I know people that like opened up extra facebook pages so they could get more shit like they would open up a facebook page for their dog so that they could get more farmville crap fucking farmville (laughs) yeah um all right, I think we should uh, start to wrap this up. Uh, why don't we? Uh, why don't we do the social medias? Kev seems to be. Are you frozen, Kev, or can you do social medias? Nope. I don't know. Can you hear me? Yeah, a little bit of a lag, but do your social medias. Geek stuff TNG. No, that's not it. BK Geek stuff and Big Kev GS on Xbox. Are you gonna be playing Fortnite while you're driving? I can't. I wish I could. How about you, Mr. Sandwich? You can find me on uh, Instagram and Fortnite at Fat Dumbledore, F-A-T-D-O-M-B-L-E-D-O-R-E. Unless I'm playing, in which case you'll not be able to find him playing Fortnite. Because he's hidden in the tree looking like, uh, (laughs) like Boba Fett? He just hides because he just doesn't want to play with me and cousin Dave. You were playing while I was at work. It's not my fault you have this free schedule where you know you get to just work whenever you want. I'm just saying. He, he's in incognito mode and you don't even know he's on there. He's on playing other get other with other people. A different yeah. server. That is totally a thing. <laughs> uh, right. Let's see. So, uh, I'll let you guys close out the show. All right. All thanks, right. thanks, Big Kev. Bye. Um, so yeah be sure uh, that you're following the show on the social medias the Facebooks Twitters Instagram uh, we are going to make a commitment sandwich yes to being more active on the social medias with the show yes. and that includes the Instagram which you are in charge of because you're the young and Instagram is for the young people yes is that true in perpetuity in perpetuity I didn't sign for that in perpetuity <laughs> but I can work on that so we got we got to get so we got to get a little more uh, but so so like and follow us on the uh, on the social medias share the stuff there be sure that you're following the show. Like, subscribe uh, to the actual podcast on whatever podcatcher you use. Leave reviews. Those help other people to find the show. If you want to participate in the show, you can send us an email. At geeksoftng at gmail.com. Or you can call the GVM line. 201-730-2547. And as always, support the show over on the Patreon. Be on the lookout for the Begathon coming up to help us go to New York Comic Con. But like we said at the top of the show, for a dollar a month, you can get access to the Discord for $3 a month. It's the early bird special. $5 a month is the uh, bonus round with the sandwich shop and the vintage episodes of Big Kev's Geek Stuff. And for $10 a month, you get to watch us do the show live. There's a lot of new content over on the Patreon, and I'm going to be adding some new... Uh, there's going to be even a little bit more, more than just the bonus shows, the sandwich shop. There's going to be just some Patreon only content, even uh, at the uh, $1 tier. So if you haven't uh, supported the show on the Patreon up to this point, give it a thought, Uh, put in a buck a month, get access to the discord server, interact with us and uh, keep an eye out for some stuff on the Patreon that will be there for our valuable Patreon supporters. We appreciate it very much. I will end the show with my social medias. I am Pi Day Scott. Uh, Even though I'm West Coast Scott here on the show, you can find me at P-I-D-A-Y-S-C-O-T-T on uh, Twitter and Instagram. And with that, we'll end this show like we end some shows by saying... Good night, Big Kev. Wherever you are. And on that note, we cue the music. (laughs) Thank you.
Good job, guys. Uh, let's just not come in tomorrow. Let's just take a day. <laughs>